This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This week on Spanky's Corner. A podcast! Y'all look sleepy! You have the cleanest butt in all of the land. Get out of here! You've been wiping your ass with bleach? Ass cancer. I'm just living off the land, baby. Hey, I'm deaf. What's your number? Please remove your bloody hand from our broadcast. Downward dog! Chicken Are you Amish? I call it diarrhea chicken. This is what I get for not recycling! To episode, uh, what episode is it? This is Five? six. Five, six of Spanky's Corner, a podcast. If you've made it this far, thank you. We're still figuring things out as we go. Well, you mean this thing isn't finely tuned and well polished? Definitely not. What are you talking about? This <laughs> you is- say ass cancer like 14 times in this episode. Um, Sonic has been accidentally wiping his butt with something that he should not out of pure mistake. Like it's not him just being funny. So we'll deep dive into that. Oh, and Tovlo. Oh, yeah, we did talk to Tovlo. Tovlo joins us on this podcast. Grammy nominated. and, and Singing, she, songwriting Tovlo. She's going <laughs> to she's gonna come on and talk about some stuff. All that and more. Holy Lord, God this bless is your heart. action-packed. Spanky's Corner. A podcast! I have a conundrum, and I need your help. Okay. I love Panda Express more than a lot of things in life, and I eat at Panda Express in our building pretty much every single day. And I get the exact same order. It's the chicken teriyaki with the, the so white rice in a bowl. And I go down there and the sweet lady who is, she's like, would you like your usually? I'm like, yes, I will have my usually. <laughs> she gives me the, <laughs> she gives me what I like. And I move along in the line. Do you really eat this every single day? Yeah, pretty close. I call it diarrhea chicken That's, because, yeah, you know. We know why. But yeah, probably like three times a week. And I see the same people and I get the exact same thing. And then I go through the line. Oh, they should give you a rewards card. Have you seen that episode of South Park where Randy goes into the Whole Foods and they ask him to donate to charity and he never does and it becomes a big whole yeah. fucking big ordeal? Yes. That happens now at the Panda Express What's that I go to charity? every day. Children's Hospital. It's always bad when it's kids. And that is like a really good cause. But like you're there every single day. You'll end up spending so much money. They would put you on the posters after that. <laughs> because I've been there every day rounding up. It, you only round up to the nearest dollar. I know, but can you imagine if you eat there that frequently, you claiming that money you've donated to Children's Hospital at your tax return? I mean, probably just $365, but... But here's the catch. Here's where it comes around. I already donate money to Children's Hospital. Do you? <laughs> I swear to God. So my wife and me, when we were in Seattle, I worked for a radio station out there. We did this thing with Seattle Children's Hospital. And part of the thing was you sign up. It was called uh, something for the kids. And it was 20 bucks a month. And we give it to them every single month. Oh, okay. Still do. And so at the Panda Express down below, they ring a bell every single time you donate. Mm. So you automatically know when you don't donate. Is it like a teacher bell? It's loud. And they ring it multiple times. So they're banging on it. They always ask, would you like to donate to Children's Hospital? And I respond with, no. 
times. How do you just say, say no? I'm like, no, when thanks. I they always do that at uh, a PetSmart. Like they always have something going on at PetSmart. And I always feel terrible because obviously you want to help animals. So when I'm buying Luda his food, like Luda gets like freaking Versace pet food because he's fat and like I need to spend more money. So he's okay. So when they ask me to round up, I'm always like. Ugh. Well, I'm not eating this week, so my cat can. And I just always say, not today. Not today is my go-to line. Okay, and you start doing that. Well, <laughs> it's better than no. Eventually, they'll be like, what day for you? Because you're here every day. I've never donated to this because I already donate. And it's not like I can sit there and say, I already give to the kids because people are like, yeah, right. So now I'm literally wrestling with the decision. Should I stop donating to the kids in Seattle and donate to the kids at the Panda Express? Or should I just keep going through life, telling them no every single day, just and then they ring the bell for the person behind me that donates not today is the move like that's because then it makes it sound like you might do it tomorrow or maybe you did it yesterday just don't be like no (laughs) i'm in there three times a week they know i don't donate and they ask me every single day what do you how do you say it no no thanks no thank you no thank you is okay but like don't say like no thank you but i need to start telling them i'm like i already give to the kids or something Here's the other problem. You have people in front of you and behind you in line that just look at you like, oh, that guy's a shitty person. He doesn't even like the kids, let alone the sick kids. Won't even help him. Won't even round up his 27 cents. Well, to then help maybe the sick pull kids. out of Seattle and start putting your money in at Panda Express because. Which is fine. But now I'm punishing the sick kids in Seattle to help the kids in Panda Express because I have a problem with the Panda Express people. It's not the kids in Seattle's fault. Well, now you're punishing the kids in Chicago. It's a big conundrum. This is like that episode of Friends where Phoebe said there's no such thing as an actual good deed. Or I think it's Chandler who said it. Because like you you do it and then you instantly feel better. Then why do they make me feel so awful every day I go down and get my chicken teriyaki rice bowl that I get usually? Well, they don't say this out loud, but roasting is the number one philanthropy tactic. (laughs) (laughs) One thing I don't like, I didn't know this before I moved to Chicago. Where do you live? Chicago, mm. Chicago mm-hmm. was this whole recyclable bag bullshit. Yeah. I'm used to getting bags everywhere I go. I don't hate our planet. I just don't think about it. So like I'm used to going to the grocery store and getting my bags. And now I feel like they're vindicating me with their eyes every time I say like, yeah, I need I need bags. You respond back to them and you let them know that you use those bags for trash, for trash bags. Because I do. And you let them know, be like, I'm not going to buy trash bags. I'm going to use these bags instead. <laughs> you know what I actually use them for? What? Cat poop. Yeah, well, I use these bags too. for cat poop. <laughs> then let them know. Well, I just, I, I don't know. They always like look at me like I'm going to burn in hell. And it's just, it's really overwhelming. So today I went to, when I was walking back from a yoga class, I was like, oh shoot, I need to get like the little cotton pads to take off my makeup with. And I was like, so I'll stop in a Walgreens. So I was at Walgreens and I grabbed the cotton pads and I was like, Oh, I need shaving cream and oh, my favorite soap is on sale. So I walk up to the thing and the lady's like, do you need a bag? <laughs> she said it sounded very erotic. It, no, it was, it was like with, with anger. She's like, do you need a bag? I was like, yeah. And then like when I saw the look she gave me, guess what I did? You told her no and you carried out seven items in your little hand. I put them in my mini little backpack, my little, <laughs> my little Cher Horowitz backpack. And I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> and like my backpack is like out to here. I look like a I look like a mother bee. I'm so uncomfortable because my shoulders are super sunburnt from the weekend. So now my backpack is just tugging on my burn. And I'm like, this is what I get for not recycling. I mean, given to the sick kids and the people that make you feel guilty for buying a bag. I can't even go to the store anymore. I can't eat anywhere. I'm done. Did you get anything from Amazon Prime Day yesterday? No. 
I like ordering stuff like that from Amazon because it just ships and I don't get roasted. They just drop it off. Today, I actually got really scared because I ordered um, cheesecloth two days ago from Amazon. Ordered what? <laughs> cheesecloth. What is that? It's like where you like strain. Like it's like when you're living off the land and you're like making your own things and like straining it through a cheesecloth. I did this because I want to start drinking celery juice in the morning, but I don't want to buy a juicer. So you can like make it in your blender, but you got to strain it out and you can only be done with a cheesecloth. Are you Amish? I'm just living off the land, baby. <laughs> you living on a farm? <laughs> on the weekends, you're going to be like, why doesn't Julia come around anymore? I'm going to have like a booth down Michigan Ave where I'm sun- selling my juices. <laughs> I'm going to start making nut milks. <laughs> The, the sky's the limit with my cheesecloth. <laughs> <laughs> Spanky's Corner. A podcast. I recently had um, w- uh, probably my favorite broadcast of all time on the on the lo- on location. Wow, you're pretty old, and you've been in this for wow. a long time. No, that's so hurtful, that's... Julia. That's really hurtful. I didn't know 26 was old in this world that we live in but whatever <laughs> um we do these live broadcasts from time to time where we go out and we we you know go on the streets we see the people we set up at some random grocery store we give away things yeah and this one we were giving away things at a grocery store that's actually not too far away from where i live however the clientele and the people watching out front of this particular grocery store is always off the charts and they told me i was going there for four hours which i knew was going to be probably uh, that would probably lead into the single greatest appearance of all time, and it did. You were there for four hours, not two? Four. Okay, no wonder so much happened, because usually it's just a two-hour appearance. And I'm like, how did this much happen in that amount of time? It started with a drunk guy there at 10 a.m., hammered. And we've talked about Handsome Kyle before, right? Handsome Kyle, part of our B96 street team. I don't team. know if we ever um, used that audio from talking about him. No, we didn't, because he was kind of boring. Yeah, yeah, he was really <laughs> underwhelming. He doesn't listen to this, so I don't care. He's pretty, <laughs> but good lord, he's boring. <laughs> um, Handsome Kyle was out there, and he set up shop, and we were, giving, we were sampling products. I won't say the sponsor or the grocery store, but we were sampling some products, and there was a drunk man there with the beer at 10 o'clock, and that's where it started. Okay. So he kept drinking throughout the thing. He's yelling at people. Was he homeless? I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. He was, he didn't strike me as that. He struck me as a, a drunk man at 10 a.m. outside of a grocery store. I don't know how I haven't seen, seen that as a thing yet. What's that? Just in my life. I haven't seen a drunk man outside a grocery store at 10 a.m. Maybe I haven't been looking for it. You haven't been going to the right grocery stores. I need to manifest I'll this. take you to this particular <laughs> one this Saturday at 10 a.m. and we'll have a look-see. Okay. The drunk guy was there for like an hour, hour and a half. And then we finally got him to leave because he kept sitting on our table, sitting on our like uh, our bin that had all of the stuff. He kept swiping all of the sampling things. And then he kept running around the parking lot as we're playing music going, B96 is here. Oh no! Did he sit, sit on the table, or just like cheeks sitting, uh, laying, laying? Uh, no, there was. Oh yeah, he was relaxing, and he was going in and out of modes of distress. Did you guys tell him to get off? It was tough to because he didn't understand what we were saying. He was pretty hammered. I look over at one point. Handsome Kyle is giving him a hug. <laughs> Kyle's like, I'm so pretty. I know what will heal you. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly he's not drunk anymore. <laughs> well, it did it because he was crying five minutes later. Not handsome Kyle, the drunk guy. Crying about what? I don't know. 
it happened three different times over the course of the four hours because he left, came back about 45 minutes later, was drunker, had more alcohol. He started slamming his drink on top of our little table, <sighs> spilled beer all over, went up to a woman, tapped her on the back. She turned around and said, don't you ever fucking touch me. That would be me on a wrong day. Oh, he was like, I just wanted to tell you you're beautiful. I'm so sorry. And she goes, I'm sorry for you. Okay. And then he started crying again. Oh, like actually tears? You saw tears? Yeah. Oh, I can show you a picture. I took I, a picture. I want to see the picture. You didn't show me this. I didn't show you. What was his age range? Uh, I would say early 50s. Oh, that's what I pictured. Your oh my life. God, he is crying. He is crying. And he is on the table. And it looks like he might have pissed himself right there too, if you kind of look. We're not quite positive. His pants are really dark. I can't tell. But there is a puddle right by his foot along with French fries. Don't know where the French fries came from, but they're there. This is sad. This makes me sad. Well, don't worry. Handsome Kyle was there to console him. I, oh, I can't believe Kyle hugged him. While Handsome Kyle is hugging him, we have another man that comes up and he starts talking to us. And he starts talking to us about the violence in the city. And at first he came across as just like an activist and he was doing good. And it was a really interesting conversation. And that quickly led into about how we all have ass cancer from the horse meat inside the grocery store that's in the ground beef. What? It was that quick. How did how did he uh, say you have butt cancer? Because he was telling us things that we don't know about what's going on in the city. And then it was just like things about politics. We're like, oh, okay, fine. And he goes, I'll tell you something else you don't know. Inside this grocery <laughs> store where you have all the ground beef, it's really horse meat. And he goes, it's from dead racehorses. And we all have cancer because of it. I'm like, cancer? He's like, ass cancer. Was this guy drunk? No, sober. He was just hanging out I telling us about ass Are cancer. sure? It was me, Handsome Kyle, and Eric, who's the guy that's running the, the but, broadcast. So, okay, what time did you start and what time is this now? At, this, at this is point? probably about 1230. And you started at? 10 10 a.m. So as we're dealing with ass cancer guy, Kyle is still hugging drunk man. Ass cancer guy finally leaves. We're like, all right, cool. The crying man kind of calms down. We've got about 35 minutes left before the end of the broadcast. Was ass cancer man and crying man there at the same time? Same time. time, Because Eric, who was doing the broadcast and me, were dealing with ass cancer. Well, not personally. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Although, according to Ass Cancer Man, we might all have ass cancer. So maybe I'm dealing with it. He said you have it like currently and you don't know. He ruined my day. And that's why I told him, I go, bro, we were doing so well. Now you just informed me I have ass cancer. (laughs) (laughs) I've been eating horse meat unknowingly. So, Ass Cancer Guy leaves. Crying Man has kind of calmed down. Still a little drunk, but he spilled beer all all over our tabletop. And so now they got to wash the table skirt. And where we're at, around the corner from the grocery store, this man comes walking up. And you could, from afar, it looks like he's got some stains on his shirt. And we're like, hmm, I wonder what this is. Comes up and it looks like he's going to reach out his hand to shake our hand. And then he opens up his palm. He is profusely bleeding all over the place. What? Out of his hands? Out of his hands. Ew, ew. Blood makes me, blood makes me cry. Tripping. And we're like pulling the table back with all the broadcast stuff. We're like, bro, please remove your bloody hand from our broadcast. And can we also get you some assistance? I am so happy I didn't have to work that. I would have I would have left after that. I can't handle blood. Like I'm cringing thinking about it. This man is dripping blood all over the sidewalk. We pull the table back. We're like, bro, do you need help? He's like, I'm going to kill this and effing dude around the thing. He had some reason and he goes, I'm going to shoot him. And he (gasps) reaches into his pocket. I'm I'm just scared. I feel like I'm there. With his bloody hand, he pulls out his conceal and carry permit. Or at least I think that's what what he said it was. Which is now ruined because it's bloody. It's blood all over the place. Which I've heard if you've got a conceal carry permit and you need to show it to a police officer, if there's blood all over it, that's probably a bad thing. Right. So handsome Kyle. Just hugs him. (laughs) 
shakes his hand, <laughs> gives him a big hug. No, he runs over to the B96 van, gets like a plastic thing. That's the only thing we had in there and gave it to him because he's so handsome and kind. Gives it to him and he wraps his hands so that way he can try and stop, you know, the bleeding. So he stands there for about three minutes going off about how he's going to kill this guy around the corner. Don't even know if he exists. He just punched a window. Is this guy homeless? Don't know. Not sure. I don't think so. I don't think any of these people were. I think it was just people shopping at this particular store on a random Saturday. Oh my God. So as bleeding guys over there, I look over, a crying man is now crying again because he got yelled at by somebody else <laughs> because he was yelling about his the person's kids <laughs> and he was claiming he worked for B96. He didn't, but he's just a drunk guy. So now he's crying. Bleeding man's in front of me yelling about how he's going to kill somebody. They lock eyes. It's kind of a weird thing Ooh. where they kind of half start yelling at each other, but not really. Bleeding man then takes off the plastic wrap around his hand, walks away over to the train stop, leaves the plastic thing on the ground next to handsome Kyle. Ew. Well, Kyle really was a hero. He really was. It was at about that point where we had about 20 minutes to go. And I'm like, guys... This one's been real, but let's pack it up. All right. Now, F, Mary, kill. Bleeding man, mm. ass cancer, mm. drunk guy. Mary, ass cancer guy, because he was filled with a lot of information. Not all true, though. Yeah, but, you know, it started off as a very reasonable conversation. You would be able to tolerate him for the rest of your life? Well, then should I marry the crying guy? Is that what we normally I don't know. Expect? I'm just, I'm just, I'm, we're just working through these. I would F the crying drunk guy because he was wild. He was out of control. He'd probably be fun. He would be a, he would be a blast. And, Very active. And Bloody's halfway there, so you might <laughs> bloody, just finish. I'd probably kill the Bloody guy, so yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I would marry Ass Cancer guy. Oh, I didn't know, like, Ass Cancer really did it for you. <laughs> Spanky's Corner. Yesterday, I was doing a yoga class, and um, at this particular place, it was like a garage setting, you know? You know how some, like, businesses will have, like, garage doors? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They open, like, the garage doors when you're doing your class, and it's, like, really nice because you'll get, like, a breeze in it. It's not all the way up to where you can just like walk in and out. There's like a, like a ledge. So it's like halfway up. It's like they're open to windows, but they're garage doors. So we're in our final resting pose, which is called the Shavasana. And you're laying on your back and your eyes are closed. Like you, ba- they like, they basically just let you sleep for like three minutes. Cause they just put you through hell. Is that post downward dog? No, that is Shavasana. No, I was trying you're to be relatable shout- to the yoga story. Cause I know nothing about you're yoga. You're just and shouting I- out the thing, you know, downward dog. <laughs> so we're laying on our backs. Eyes are closed been there and like i usually can like pretty much fall asleep or just like kind of lose consciousness for a little bit and all of a sudden i hear (laughs) open my eyes and there's this drunk guy like swinging over the window trying to get in he's homeless and he's like y'all look sleepy (laughs) (laughs) everybody's like eyes are shooting open the women who run this studio are so distressed. You see, like, my the woman leading the class is, like, kind of, like, freaking out. The woman who I think is probably the manager of the studio is shooing him with a clipboard down the street. <laughs> like, get, get out of here. And thankfully, that was, like, the last thing of class. But it's supposed to be, like, that is the most peaceful you are in the whole class. So it kind of it completely ruined it. <laughs> And like after class, they're like, we're so sorry. You guys can come back for a complimentary class. We don't mean for that to happen. Oh, you got a freebie? Yeah. 
they felt they felt so bad. And here's what we do: we find someone around here, that, like somebody like Sonic, that looks kind of homeless. Just keep half the ruining time. the classes so keep... I can get a free membership. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm going, you look sleepy. But but knowing Sonic, he'll just be like, <laughs> dude, he would 100 percent do that. He would 100 percent. Sonic d- literally does anything. Um, he went to a Fourth of July party last week, and they made him like do um a what's in my fanny pack. Did he tell you this story? No. Okay. Is it good? Should yes, we bring him yes, in? Yes, yes, yes. Spanky's Corner. A podcast. I heard you had a thing at a, at a, Julia mentioned something about a story with you in a fanny pack. At a 4th of July party? Yeah. Yeah. What happened? Embarrassing moment. I mean, what's new? Well, first of all, how did it come to the point where somebody asked you to unpack your fanny pack? I would well, ask him that. You think? Just because it looks suspect a little bit. I don't know, a guy with a fanny pack, but you wear it across your chest. It's like a lot of females hate it. I don't care because it holds a lot of stuff. Does yours say Supreme on it? No. <laughs> I need to get one of those. Those are expensive. Those are out of my league. I'm not saying you're going to get a real one. You're going to get one, some knockoff one from, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I told you, I, all my jewelry, everything I have is pretty much not that expensive because I lose everything. So my fanny pack, same same uh, it category. From? It's from, from Top Shop. It was like 30 bucks. You love a Top Shop. They're yeah. closing. Yeah, I know. Oh, sorry for your R. loss. So what do you carry in this fanny pack that you can't carry in your pockets as a male? My phone. I'll have my uh, uh, jewel. Oh, jeez. Or whatever. And then I'll have um, some other things. My, what did I say? My keys, my mm. wallet. When I walk my dog, my poop bags. You keep them there for yourself? Yeah. No, I mean, and then, so I went to the 4th of July party and everyone's like, what the hell's in your fanny pack? And I was like, well, I got these awesome baby wipes right here in case I need to go number two when I'm outside the house. And I pulled them out and they weren't baby wipes. They were like hand sanitizer wipes or <laughs> like whatever. Like the wipes we have right there? Yeah. And everyone thought like Clorox wipes or something. And everyone thought like. You've been wiping your ass with bleach? <laughs> yeah. I thought I was all tight. I was like, mm. <laughs> Clean like a baby's butt, and I whipped them out, and they're like, dude, no, no. <laughs> Wait, what? Like, How many times have you used these? Didn't you realize it burned? Or did you think that was supposed to happen? No, actually, it dried out my skin, like, right above, like, <laughs> in my crack. And I noticed that. I was wondering, like, because I had, I felt like it was dry back there. And I was like, okay, am I getting a rash or something? Then I put two and two together. I'm like, does because I've been using Clorox wipes. These Buffalo are like the Wild same things Wings. we would use to clean a countertop. No, Tyler, no, they're, they're no, behind no. you. They're the ones you would get at Buffalo Wild Wings to wipe your hands off. They're mid-level. They're in between baby wipes and Clorox wipes, but it's still not This is butt. like a bootleg way to get like a bleached butthole. <laughs> oh, I know, huh? <laughs> I think that's what... It's not like trapping porn stars do it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Dude, you have the cleanest butt in all of the land. Do, so have you like been on the baby wipe train like for a while and then like you just accidentally brought bought the wrong ones or were you like no, Yo, actually, how do I step my by cleanliness? And then like I usually get the same ones um, that are baby wipes, but they these ones were on the end of the island display at Walgreens. They're on sale. What brand were they? Lysol? They're, <laughs> no, they're the ones that you would see in the car that like parents have for their kids that are always like it was like, just one pack. That's, though. that's very luxurious of you, by the yeah, way. To like yeah. that's like pretty like highbrow. Like I now believe that you probably have a bidet. <laughs> a bidet. <laughs> And you've continued to wipe after it's been like so dry back there. I I realized I had a dry patch. It wasn't like on my. <laughs> Come on, man! It was like it was like above. It was like above, like uh, the start of the crack at the top. <laughs> hey, you teased something last week on this podcast, and we never got back to it. Oh, what? 
um, you pretending you're deaf to get a girl's number. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did that once a long time ago. So uh, why don't you unpack that for us? Well, I thought this was my new strategy because every time <laughs> I, like, talk, it just I talk myself out of ass all the time. So so you're like, I should just not talk and yeah. use my notes app. Exactly, because I have no Just know, know something about Sonic. He's the best opener, terrible closer. But right. he can he can break the ice like nobody's yeah, business at yeah, a bar. Yeah, he's great. Unconventional and it's not cheesy. Thank you, thank you. I like. I really appreciate that. Well, you, you fuck it up along the way. Yes. Yeah, so I I had this brilliant idea. I'm like, I'm not going to talk to these girls. I'm just going to do like um. It's kind of like when people request songs from DJs. They type on their notepad on their phone and they point yes. it at the DJ. They're like, ah, that. play the Chain Smokers. Well, I did that, but I said, Hey, I'm deaf. What's your number? <laughs> and I handed it to the bartender. And then she typed in her number at work. But then when she handed it back, she said, you're an idiot. I just saw you talking to me. <laughs> like at what point, like, and also you didn't think that through because if you guys are going to go out, what are you going to say? Like that's, I got cochlear implants in the last week. <laughs> that's the, exactly. <laughs> Is he's going to answer his phone, like in the middle of the day. He's like, yeah, hello. No. <laughs> Everything's good. Why? Uh, <laughs> he goes in the RPM Italian ass for a Braille menu. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, so what happened? <laughs> I just got what you said. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, yeah, I kind of got you. Uh, I guess you're not you're not blind. You're deaf. That could be your next strategy. Yeah, pretend like and you're just blind. Be like, I know, and just touch her face and be like, I know you're beautiful. So did you call her? Yeah, I texted her immediately the next day because I didn't want to be like the two-day rule. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Why would you do that? Yeah, yeah I mean, that's stupid. Yeah. So I texted her. I'm like, hey, <laughs> the deaf guy from... <laughs> Yesterday, <laughs> long old text, nothing did, ghosted. She probably gave me her friend's number. So she never even hit you back? No. Well, I don't blame her. Neither do I. Then why Wait, did oh, you- Julian. Oh, Julian's here. That was a good practice. It was good practice, though. Why do we need Julian in here? Because it's funny. So guess what your little buddy has been doing? Dude, do you have your own name on your own shirt? I do. You ready for this, Julian? Jump and press. What now? First He's of all, he accidentally spent uh, a, a extended period of time in his life wiping his ass with Clorox bleach wipes because <laughs> he and- thought they were baby wipes. <laughs> and recently, like not as a baby, like literally last week. Oh my god! <laughs> and then second, he asked out Please a bartender don't. once by passing her his phone and on the phone in his notes app. He said, "I'm deaf. Can I have your number?" She gave him his number and said, "I've been listening to you the entire." <laughs> Tear. Um, and he's like, I don't know why my butt's so dry. <laughs> yeah, that's the stuff that you wipe down the counter with here at the station, right? And exactly. You know, you know how he found out? They made him do like a what's in Sonic's uh, fanny pack at a party, and he pulled those out. And he's like, I got the cleanest ass in the game. He oh wasn't God. wrong, by the way. <laughs> no, it's sterile. Like that's literally a low budget. Porn girl's ass. Those Clorox bleach wipes will eat away granite. Yes. Imagine what it's doing they, to his the little they will supple take butt off used, a trailer hitch. I have used those bleach wipes to get my purple hair dye out of my white counter and it worked. <laughs> so Sonic wiping his ass with Poor these Sonic. for about a week probably looks like the third time you went to a tattoo removal. <laughs> Spanky's Corner. A podcast! Hi, Tovla. Hey, guys. How are you doing? So I liked your uh, your story. You posted it on Instagram because I feel like that was so relatable about you saying that you have a hard time um, knowing when your album's done because you have to listen to it like through headphones. You have to listen to it in the car. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed a difference between like hearing it in your headphones and then hearing it in a different space or hearing it somewhere else that you're like, oh, it sounds good here, but... Yeah, yeah. I mean, you listen. It kind of becomes a thing where you listen for different things in different... 
um, speakers. Okay. So like when I listen to in like fancy studio speakers, I'm like, okay, all the details of like all the instrument, all the percussions, everything, like all the backing vocals, everything needs to be super clear. Mm-hmm. And then when you're in the car, you just want to, you just, it's more about the emotion of like, do you feel the, like the, the heaviness of it and like the bass and kind of like the, the, the groove of it that makes you want to just keep driving real fast. Um, and then... I think just in like in the computer, it's more like, do I hear like the lyrics and the melody? I kind of listen for different things in every and all of it, and then so it has it to pass like a step for all of those, like the headphones, the computer, the car, the studio. Yeah. And you have to check all the boxes before we get it out yeah. here in the real world. I've been on the phone all day with my um, main producer Ludwig, and we're we're fighting over this one ad lib in one song where I want to keep it, and he thinks it's too much, so we're just like arguing back and forth. <laughs> so who wins when that happens? Um, I mean. It's actually, it varies. It depends. Like, I feel like when it's vocal stuff, I am very like, no, 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 this is it. And then when it's more production stuff, you know, if I'm like, oh, I missed that thing. He's like, yeah, but he can kind of argue his way to a point where, like, I trust him, you know, and he trusts me. So, but sometimes we're just, we're just both very passionate. We work really closely. So (laughs) it turns into a fight sometimes. The album, I feel like, has the greatest title of all time. It's Sunshine Kitty, (laughs) if you guys weren't aware. (laughs) Where did you come up with that? Um, It's kind of a, a big mix of a lot of things. So I wanted kind of a play on Pussy Power, I guess, and um, also it reflecting that I'm like living in a sunny place now. I moved to, to LA a few years ago and kind of what it's like to live in constant sunlight and how that like kind of affects you <laughs> in a sense. But the main, like when I kind of figured out was um, I saw this girls episode and Lena Dunham or her character Hannah talks about um, how she read about this author always has like this very like beautiful glowy face like glowy skin like everyone's like where do you get your glow and apparently she just like lays out and tans her vagina so that's how she soaks up the power of the sun <laughs> through that and I just thought that was really that's kind the of trick beautiful for you to try Tyler and hilarious and <laughs> awesome so I was like that's where the true power comes from I guess so yeah inspiration can come from anywhere yes <laughs> is Lena aware that you did that uh, I don't think so. Okay. She needs to be. Needs we'll to have be, to yeah. profusely tag her on this interview. We need to send this to someone. We got some yeah, big wigs yeah. back Hopefully there. Hopefully she takes it as a compliment. Who knows? I would think so. I mean, that yeah. would be like a highest of compliments. Yeah, like, I mean, it's, yeah, her words that I'm like, that was super inspiring to me. So, yeah. When are we going to get this album? Uh, September. Do we have a date date or is it just um, roughly September? Like I would say mid-September. Yeah. <laughs> How much of it is done right now? Um, I'm literally approving the final mixes like today and tonight as we're going. Yeah. Do, do you have like nerves going into it? Is it like different now because you're like, I already kind of set the bar for myself? Well, I feel like I've done the riot of like my first album did like, like crazy well of like you know, how does this even happen on the first try, so to speak? And then uh, I had my little weird moment with my third album where I just got to do, like, super weird stuff that I was feeling at the moment. And then now I feel like I'm... It's kind of like a new era starting for me in a way, just the way that where my mindset is and how I'm writing and everything. So it feels very, like, a lot of butterflies and nerves, kind of like before the... Like, it's the same way they did for the first album, kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you've been seeing uh, success from Gladys Gone. Like, I mm-hmm. think that is such a unique approach to that song that you took. Like, didn't you think of the title before you kind of found the meaning for it? Yeah, I, it was... Yeah, exactly. The title kind of came sort of out of us just jamming in the studio, and I just kind of started singing that melody a little bit, and then just... That, that was kind of the words that 
Um, it started with like it's gone and then like he's gone and then like glad it, and then it kind of just felt like maybe this is like a celebration breakup song but I'm not going through a breakup right now but <laughs> I, I just started thinking about all the times that like me and my friends have like given this pep talk to each other and like yeah. how that really um, like matters <laughs> you know you and Lena Dunham yeah. <laughs> me and my girls yeah so happy cool. festival season by the way Oh, thank you. Because <laughs> uh, I know, uh, where were you, was it last week? I saw on the Instagram. Glastonbury I went to for fun. I love festivals and I'm a big festival goer even when I don't play. So whenever I get a chance to go to a festival that I like, I, and I'm always like, try to stay a couple days or one day at the festival if we're playing, if, there, if it's possible. I just, I love it. Yeah. So you as a Grammy nominated artist that's had huge hits, do you pay for your own festival tickets when you go on your own? Um, <laughs> no, I mean, if, if I've played the festival, usually you can just go. It's like a yeah. kind yeah. of a gratitude thing that, you know, that you exchange. But if it's a festival that, like, I haven't played or I don't know, I usually, like, ask, hit up my agents, like, hey, I want to go to this thing. <laughs> but, you know, I'll pay for my camping and my tent and everything. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Do you really camp out when you go to festivals? Yeah, like, you're Glass- in it. At Glastonbury, yeah, you have to camp. Yeah. What is in your fanny pack at a music festival? Um, <laughs> my passport, okay. um, cash, um, water, and chapstick, <laughs> and some things that are more private. And um, sometimes, like a, sometimes, um, like an extra like top or something if it's really hot and sweaty. Yeah, yeah. for sure. The is there somebody on the lineup of a music festival that if you see, you're like, I have to go? Um, well, this year for me, for Glastonbury was Chemical Brothers because mm. um, that is the best live production I've ever seen, and also Kylie Minogue. I had to, I had to. See oh my that. gosh, throwback! It was fantastic. Yeah, we don't get Kylie in the states very often. No, well, she's the queen. <laughs> so take the festivals like that. Take that outside. Who is the last artist you have paid money, Tovlo's own money, your own <laughs> Swedish krona, to actually go <laughs> and 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 pay and see live at, at a show? Um. <laughs> I'm like, I don't remember. Um, it was a long time ago, man, to be honest. <laughs> so I'm let like me rephrase the question. Who is one you would pay to go see now if you weren't giving all the free tickets um, in the world? Ooh, who would I go pay to see? Well, it would be like, you know, ones that like go, that you like, someone that I wanted to see as a kid and never got to see. Like I, Spice Girls, I would definitely pay to go to see. They're, They're touring right now, Yeah. <laughs> I heard it's incredible and they're selling out like three nights in a row. Exactly. So I'm trying to find a day when I can make that happen for myself. Are you a baby spice person? Because I was. No. So here's the funny thing. In Sweden, I was like, this is my, this isn't my real hair color, but this is my real hair color. And I was the uh, like darkest girl in my class. So when we were doing like Spice Girls, I was Scary Spice. Um, because Sweden and uh, I uh, that's just always been my favorite she's just badass and yeah I mean she's still killing it she's still out there I'm just having memories of Baby Spice I was really in love with Baby Spice back in the day (laughs) he was hoping that would be your answer I love them all still holding out yeah (laughs) (laughs) so Lollapalooza's coming up here and you've done that festival a couple of times yeah it one, was awesome. Can we get you back to one of those? Because it was fun when you were here. Are you kidding me? I would love to. Yeah. I'd love to. What I, festivals are you doing this summer then if you're not doing Lala? Um, I'm not doing any pretty much in the States. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm doing a bunch in Europe. Mm-hmm. And then next year, 2020 is my year of festivals. You're what is the one you said you saw specifically that she was on? Uh, Budapest. Yeah. Because I think it. like like uh, Ed Sheeran I think is on that. Yeah. Kind of one of pilots. There's so I'm doing a bunch of like in kind of 
uh, around Europe and Eastern Europe and Scandinavia. And um, Ziggit is like the biggest one, probably. That's really, really cool. I've never been to it before, so... I'm playing a lot of like new festivals over there this year, which is exciting. Festivals are a totally different vibe, I feel like, performing for than like a show because you can look into the audience, I feel like, and just see the wildest stuff going on. Yeah, it's on. definitely the biggest crowds too. Like you kind of attract more people than um, when you do like in, obviously when you do a smaller show. But, but like there'll be, I've had some of my like biggest crowds playing. Does it freak you out to perform in front of that many people? Or are you one of those people who are like, I'd rather perform in front of a million instead of five? Um, oh my God. It so depends on the... Vibe? The, the vibe of the situation. I think I really enjoy the power of playing in front of such a big crowd, but I really make sure to like see some faces, you know? So you're like kind of... It's really fun because people in the crowd don't realize that you can see them. So they're just having a time. And my favorite thing is just like people screaming back the words and kind of like just looking like they're about to lose their minds. And it's pretty amazing to have that. And then like if you lock eyes, it's like a whole other yeah. <laughs> level of excitement that happens. It's pretty awesome. Have you ever like made eye contact with like a famous person at one of your shows where you're like, wow, that's... Oh, you're like, hey, you're here. You're here. Um... No, I mean, I've had, like, you know, girls that I know, like, Charlie Six and Alma and Icona Pop, like, come out, and, like, I'll be like, ah, you know, but then it's more like, my buddy, my Oh, actually, um, Ella, Lord, Ella came to one of my first LA shows, and that was, uh, oh, that she's was awesome. awesome. <gasps> like, <laughs> it was, uh, my heart stopped a little bit, yeah. So when was the last time, because you were around a lot of artists, obviously, and it's your job, so you run into a lot of them. When was the last time you were starstruck? Actually, yeah, seeing, um... Kevin Parker from Tame Impala at Glastonbury. I, it took me like three days to go up and say hi to him because I was so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Did you think of like a good thing you wanted to say to him, like rehearsed it in your head and were like, okay, this is what I'm going to tell him? Yeah, well, I, yeah, kind of. And then, but I also feel I'm, I'm really bad at the sort of networking with artists that I don't know yet because I'm just, I'm almost like, hello, I'm this artist and uh, let's hang out. Like just to, just, you know, I, it kind of feels like, a, I don't know, I, it, I prefer if it's like getting introduced through someone. I found it easier. You worked with Phineas, right, on this mm-hmm. coming album, which is Billy yeah. Eilish's brother. How did you two get connected? Um, that was just through meeting him with Billy, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I met her a couple of times, and she's awesome. And then obviously a big fan of his, too. So we met, and I was like, can we write? He's like, yes. So, so. He, <laughs> he helped uh, with Sunshine Kitty? Not for... It's a it's a coming thing that I can't oh, talk about. <laughs> okay. Be a good human being and subscribe, rate, review the mess you just heard. Thanks.